Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the April 8th episode of the podcast Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at number 691 to 701 of the Catechism of the Catholic Church. 2. The name, titles, and symbols of the Holy Spirit. The proper name of the Holy Spirit, 691. Holy Spirit is the proper name of the one whom we adore and glorify with the Father and the Son. The Church has received this name from the Lord and professes it in the baptism of her new children. The term spirit translates the Hebrew word ruah, which in its primary sense means breath, air, wind. Jesus indeed uses the sensory image of the wind to suggest Nicodemus the transcendent numinous of him who is personally God's breath, the divine spirit. On the other hand, spirit and holy are divine attributes common to the three divine persons. By joining the two terms, scripture, liturgy, and theological language designates the inexpressible person of the Holy Spirit without any possible equivocation with other uses of the term spirit and holy. Titles of the Holy Spirit 692 When he proclaims and promises the coming of the Holy Spirit, Jesus calls him the paraclete. Literally, he was called to one side, advocatus. Paraclete is commonly translated as consoler, and Jesus is the first consoler. The Lord also called the Holy Spirit the Spirit of Truth. Besides the proper name of Holy Spirit, which is most frequently used in the Acts of the Apostles and the Epistles, we also find in St. Paul, the titles Spirit of the Promise, the Spirit of Adoption, the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of the Lord, and the Spirit of God, and in St. Peter, the Spirit of Glory. Symbols of the Holy Spirit, 694. Water. The symbol of water signifies the Holy Spirit's action in baptism, since after the invocation of the Holy Spirit, it becomes the efficacious sacramental sign of new birth. Just as the gestation of our first birth took place in water, so the water of baptism truly signifies that our birth into the divine life is given to us in the Holy Spirit. As by one Spirit we were all baptized, so we are all made to drink of the one Spirit. Thus the Spirit is also personally the living water welling up from Christ crucified as its source and welling up in us to eternal life. 695. Anointing. The symbolism of anointing with oil also signifies the Holy Spirit to the point of becoming a cinnamon for the Holy Spirit. In Christian initiation, anointing is the sacramental sign of confirmation called chrismation in the churches of the East. Its full force can be grasped only in relation to the primary anointing accomplished by the Holy Spirit, that of Jesus. Christ, in Hebrew Messiah, means the one anointed by God's Spirit. There are several anointed ones of the Lord in the Old Covenant, preeminently King David. But Jesus is God's anointed in a unique way. The humanity the Son assumed was entirely anointed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit established him as Christ. The Virgin Mary conceived Christ by the Holy Spirit, who, through the angel, proclaimed him the Christ at his birth and prompted Simeon 
to come to the temple to see the Christ of the Lord. The Spirit filled Christ, and the power of the Spirit went out from him in his acts of healing and saving. Finally, it was the Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, now fully established as Christ in his humanity, victorious over death. Jesus pours out the Holy Spirit abundantly until the saints constitute in their union with the humanity of the Son of God, that perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, the whole Christ in St. Augustine's expression. 696. Fire. While water signifies birth and the fruitfulness of life given in the Holy Spirit, fire symbolizes the transforming energy of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit's actions. The prayer of the prophet Elijah, who arose like fire, and whose word burned like a torch, brought down fire from heaven on the sacrifice on Mount Carmel. This event was a figure of the fire of the Holy Spirit, who transforms what he touches. John the Baptist, who goes before the Lord in the spirit and the power of Elijah, proclaims Christ as the one who will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Jesus will say of the Spirit, I came to cast fire upon the earth, and wood that were already kindled. In the form of tongues as a fire, the Holy Spirit rests on the disciples on the morning of Pentecost and fills them with himself. The spiritual tradition has retained the symbolism of fire as one of the most expressive images of the Holy Spirit's actions. Do not quench the Spirit. 697. Cloud and Light These two images occur together in the manifestations of the Holy Spirit. In the Theophanies of the Old Testament, the cloud, now obscure, now luminous, reveals the living and saving God, while veiling the transcendence of his glory with Moses on Mount Sinai, at the tent of meeting, and during the wandering in the desert, and with Solomon at the dedication of the temple. In the Holy Spirit, Christ fulfills these figures. The Spirit comes upon the Virgin Mary and overshadows her, so that she might conceive and give birth to Jesus. On the mountain of the Transfiguration, the Spirit in the cloud came and overshadowed Jesus, Moses, Elijah and Peter, James and John, and a voice came from the cloud saying, This is my Son, my Chosen, listen to him. Finally, the cloud took Jesus out of sight of the disciples on the day of his ascension and will reveal him as Son of Man in glory on in the day of his final coming. 698. The Seal is a symbol close to that of anointing. The Father has set his seal on Christ and also seals us in him because the seal indicates the indelible effect of the anointing with the Holy Spirit in the sacraments of baptism, confirmation and holy orders. The, the image of, a, of the seal, sphragus, has been used in some theological traditions to express the indelible character implemented imprinted by these three unrepeatable sacraments. 699. The Hand Jesus heals the sick and blesses little children by laying hands on them. In his name, the apostles will do the same. Even more pointedly, it is by the apostles' imposition of hands that the Holy Spirit is given. The letter to the Hebrews lists the imposition of hands among the fundamental elements of, the, of its teaching. The Church has kept this sign of the all-powerful outpouring of the Holy Spirit 
in her sacramental epiclesis. 700, the finger. It is by the finger of God that Jesus cast out demons. If God's law was written on tablets of stone by the finger of God, then the letter from Christ, entrusted to the care of the apostles, is written with the spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. The hymn Veni Creator Spiritus invokes the Holy Spirit as the finger of the Father's right hand. 701. The Dove. At the end of the flood, whose symbolism refers to baptism, a dove released by Noah returns with a fresh olive tree branch in its beak as a sign that the earth was again habitable. When Christ comes up from the waters of his baptism, the Holy Spirit in the form of a dove comes down upon him and remains with him. The Spirit comes down and remains in the purified hearts of the baptized. In certain churches, the Eucharist is reserved in a metal receptacle in the form of a dove, columbarium, suspended above the altar. Christian iconography traditionally uses a dove to suggest the Spirit. Okay, so we continue today looking at the Holy Spirit. And this section was a little bit long, but it was going through the different um, ways the Holy Spirit appears in Scripture. So again, Scripture is very rich in imagery. And uh, it's true that Scripture doesn't give us a treatise on the Holy Spirit. It doesn't give us a catechism entry like we read here. But the Spirit is nonetheless, to use the, the language here, dripping with the Holy Spirit. It is totally infused with the Holy Spirit. And as the Church has meditated on the Scripture for hundreds of years, from the very beginning, from before the foundation of the Church and the people of Israel, that this uh, meditation on these Scriptures, this continual turning again, turning over of the Scripture, uh, murmuring the Scripture, repeating it again and again, that the Church has come to know the Holy Spirit, to know what the Holy Spirit looks like, to know what the Holy Spirit sounds like, to know what the Holy Spirit feels like. And in all these images, which are poetic images, water, anointing, fire, cloud and light, the finger of God's right hand, I mean, these different anoint, uh, uh, these different ones that are there, the seal, the, the dove, all these different um, images are like a poetic image that keeps on bringing us the Holy Spirit. And to see that the Holy Spirit is there in so many ways. That Christ's Spirit, this Spirit of communion that is given to us, is present in so, so many ways. The Holy Spirit acts in so many different ways that we can't understand, that sometimes don't make sense to us, and yet are very important moments. So really, uh, today I suppose um, that we are invited to see the Holy Spirit in all things, to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, and to see his Holy Spirit in every place. So tomorrow we'll continue. We'll look at 702 to 716. God bless.